Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Nope, Mark Lawrence isn't here. Mark Lawrence is on vacation this week, so that means Joe McGranahan and Steve Kushaloff will do battle here on the program. Steve, it's always a pleasure to have you, sir. You're looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And how did we go from do battle to always a pleasure? I mean... Well, it is always a pleasure. But we're going to do battle? Come <laughs> well, on. of course we are. That's oh, the whole nature of the program. That's true. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> That's why our good friends at the Sunbury Motor Company sponsor this program. You think they want civility? That's true. <laughs> so, so they treat you civilly when you go over there, but they don't expect us to do no, that. No, so we're not going to talk about football for the 90 minutes. Okay. No, we're going to talk about On the Mark being sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And I'm sad to admit that our text program is so complicated, I haven't learned how to use it. It takes like 14 different strokes, keystrokes, to get it up. So if you're going to text us today, send us, an e- send us an email instead, if you wouldn't mind. On the Mark, as I said, is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. Four streets in Sunbury and routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicle, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires. And they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturdays from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web, again, at www.sunburymotors.com. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. So, Steve, I must admit I was very pleasantly surprised to see that uh, we've been Facebook friends for a number of years. You posted yesterday that you liked George Bush's speech on over the weekend at the 9-11 memorial, and I must agree with you, he met some good comments. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought uh, former President Bush, um, he, he stressed uh, unity, and he talked about how we had such unity after um, the attacks of uh, September 11th, and he kind of lamented that that unity is not, um, he doesn't see evidence of that, Uh, And he also talked about uh, the threat to America is as much from internal right-wing terrorists as it is from the outside. Or left-wing terrorists. He didn't specify right-wing only. Well, he didn't, but... uh, There are left-wing terrorists, you know, Steve. Well, we're not really seeing them. I remember left-wing terrorists. In fact, a quick story here. If you remember many, many, many years ago, there was a bombing at the University of Wisconsin that actually resulted in 
a death. I don't know if maybe you don't remember that, but that was the case. Uh, the, the build, a particular building on the campus was bombed, and they did it after hours because they didn't want to hurt anybody. And it turned out that a, they, a, uh, the son of a family that we knew quite well in, back in Delaware had been involved in it. So, yeah, there are left-wing, there is left-wing terrorism. You could almost look at the uh, Chicago Convention of 1968, and, yeah, the police got out of hand, but the, the people got out of hand. Things got a little crazy. You're not really seeing left-wing terrorism the way you did. Now, I know you and your ilk will try to... My ilk? Yeah, your ilk, Joe. My ilk. Boy, there's a dismissive comment. You and your ilk. (laughs) You're speaking down to folks today. (laughs) Let's not digress, Joe. Let's try to stay on top. Oh, my ilk is offended. Well, okay. You you know, you can use that word in Scrabble sometimes, one of those three-letter words. Um, I specialize in them. Yes, I do, too. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, back... I don't even know what the heck we were... Oh, yes, back to the uh, the summer um, Black Lives Matter protests, and there were people, about 10% of them, that used those protests as an excuse, really, to loot and burn. Uh, that was not what I would call protest. That was uh, people taking advantage and uh, to, to make trouble. Well, now, all I was looking for you to do was concede that there's just as many bad people on the left as there are on the right. I don't think there are. Oh, I do. I definitely do. I think on the left, uh, the big difference is people on the left, boy, they can get on your nerves. I will tell you that. But at least they're trying to do what they think is the right thing. They're and not the people just, on the uh, right aren't. They yeah, don't. They they don't. They don't have good uh, motives. Listen, they're out to get the. You know, uh, the, the scary thing is the right wing Joe doesn't even believe in freedom anymore. That's oh, what's come now. It's the oh, left wing that's trying to stifle free no, speech. No, not at all. The 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 right wing they want to outlaw the freedom of women to control their own bodies. The right wing wants to end free and fair elections. All we hear from them now is their election lies. All we see from their legislators is voting restrictions. And even you would agree that the right wing's assault on the Capitol was purely, it was an attack on American freedom and American democracy. Okay, well, that's a group of lunatics that went to the Capitol and well, created havoc. Not everybody who was there that day was a bad person. There were people there who got caught up in things, just as many folks can do. But as for the legislation, uh, what do you say about uh, voting restrictions? Right. They aren't re- restrictions. They're tightening up voting oh, laws. Oh, Lord love it. Many, of them, are, many of them are common sense restrictions. And what we're seeing from some of these uh, crazies and down these women, in uh, Harrisburg. And women controlling their own bodies. Well, they're always controls on what you can do. You can't use your body as a battering ram to, go, to, you know, to beat somebody half to death. It's your body, your choice. You can't go out and assault somebody. Well, that's true, Joe, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about reproductive rights and the right wing who says, freedom, freedom, freedom. Oh, wait a minute. If you're a woman who wants to terminate a uh, pregnancy, no, you can't do that. We don't think that's right. But it's still not illegal in this country. That's right, Joe. If you, if a woman down in Texas can figure out within six weeks that she's pregnant, she but does Steve, have the, the right. The Constitution says that anything not specifically granted to the federal government is to be left to the states. If Texas wishes to enact a tough uh, law against abortion, the people of Texas have the right to do that. And if the other, if people in Texas are not 
don't like it, they vote the people who did it out of office. Well, we'll see if that happens. But the other isn't thing that is, the way this country works? We have also isn't seen that the way this country works? <laughs> you know what, Joe? It is the way this country works. We can vote things in or out, and that brings us right back to voting restrictions. Okay. When we see that in Texas and in Georgia and in Florida, they're passing these uh, reprehensible voting oh, restrictions. They absolutely are. No, they they're aren't. doing everything they can to curtail the vote. All they're doing is going back to the way we were before the pandemic hit. We didn't have all these crazy mail-in laws before crazy the pandemic. Mail-in. Joe, that's why we did, as but you we know need, yourself. And I think it's fine if we do this stuff. If we do it, we, we require identification of the voter. We make sure that the vote is legal and counts properly. I got no problem with anything we do as long as that's the case. Right. But to say that when we try to tighten up the restrictions, to say that that's somehow disenfranchising people, I think is ridiculous. Okay. And let me just throw this out there because when it comes to the voter ID thing they throw it out we'll get to Eric <laughs> Eric don't hang up because uh, you're going to be you're one of the few voices of reason we get on this show quickly I guess want to say this if you really want to do voter ID here's how you do it for the, for two or maybe even three years at every election you have somebody authorized with a camera and they take a picture of everybody who votes, and those pictures get sent into wherever, and then everybody is issued a voter ID card. And that's the only way you're going to do uh, voter ID that really works. Well, there's voter ID where they were requiring in many of the states where they'll accept your utility bill as proof of who you are. That's hardly draconian. And then we have going back to Texas. If you're a college student, they won't accept your college ID. But if you are a gun owner, they will accept your gun owner ID. So, you know, these state once again, Joe, your folks, your friends in the right My wing. My ilk. Your ilk <laughs> is making it tougher and more unbalanced for no, people to vote. My ilk wants to make sure that the vote is fair and counted oh, correctly. Oh. Eric, you're on the mark this morning. Thank you for your patience. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Steve. How are things going? Morning, Joe. Well, it's, been, morning. A, it's <laughs> been a rough 12 minutes because I'm sitting here across from Joe, but we'll, we'll get through it. Well, Eric, you and your ilk have called the program this morning. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, me and my ilk are, are just back from the Outer Banks. Uh, we had a wonderful week with my mom and dad. What does that have to do with Central Pennsylvania? I'll tell you what it has to do with Central Pennsylvania. The Outer Banks know what they're doing down there. They're wearing masks. They're requiring fewer people in their restaurants. And you know what? They've had a fewer incidents of COVID-19 than we have had here. And they've had hundreds of thousands of visitors from across the United States go through those five towns down there. They're doing it right. They're requiring masks to be worn. My favorite pizza shop, you allow one person at a time to the counter, and then you left. They're doing it right. What's wrong with Central Pennsylvania, and what, in the name of everything, whatever, is our local representative in, in, in Washington now trying to do? Well, right now, Joe is uh, <laughs> fiddling around with computers or something or tapping on windows. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Now you can respond. Well, I, you know, I, I think it's up to them what they do down there. And, and, and they have every right to enact local ordinances and local restrictions, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean that one size fits all. See, that's my problem with the governor of this state and some of the other states. They want to say one size fits all. Everywhere you go, this is the way it has to be. Not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. And yet, and yet, here's Eric, 
who just took a trip down to the Outer Banks. And the point is that if Eric and his uh, family were infected because of lax rules up here, they would take they would take the their potential infection down to the Carolinas. Okay, but here, with them. here's the deal. Here's the deal that me and my ilk feel very strongly about. That if I am sick, what I owe you is I don't go out. I don't infect you. I know it's, I don't have to wear a mask to protect you. I stay home. And that's the way common sense has always dictated it. We are, all the years we have these flu, flu warnings every year. If you feel sick, stay home. That's my obligation to you. It's not that I go around wearing a mask if I've been vaccinated and I'm safe, theoretically safe. What more do I owe you? What do you owe yourself? What kind of protection do you level for yourself uh, to protect you and that you're comfortable with. And why right. does that have to involve me? Because, Joe, there are 330 million people living in the United States. And what you and your ilk would like to see is 330 million different rules for handling COVID-19. Well, we tried the mask mandates. We tried shutting down everything, and it didn't work. We still have the vaccine. Yes, and it, the, but the, it would have worked if oh, there was not if there, if there was not 20 percent of the population that refuses to be vaccinated. No, no, no. I'm talking about when this Joe, whole Joe, thing started. How, how do you explain, Joe, that the fact when we still have the restrictions in place, everything went down? Everything went down. The number of cases went down. Everything took a plunge. Everyone thought we were through this. But we weren't. But, then, but we weren't. But we weren't. We weren't, right, because people then and backed off, they took off their masks, they quit getting vaccinated, and a lot of these no, people no. just decided, hey, it's, it's not re required for me, I don't care about you, I will do what I want, I will listen to the right-wing people who are throwing all this crap out that this doesn't work, well, or we that we down. shouldn't be protecting one another Eric. because it's a meat-first uh, society. <laughs> Eric, when we shut down the country, the vaccines weren't available, they hadn't been created yet. We well, shut what down happened the over the summer, Joe, after I'm the vaccines were I'm available? No, and no, what no. happened when people no, quit no, vaccinating? No. Everything Eric, went back up. Hello, Eric. I'm talking about initially when we shut down the country, when everybody was so told to stay home. We were going to shelter in place. And we didn't we didn't wipe this out. You know, we didn't wipe it out. And that's what we were told we had to do. We had to flatten the curve. Then everything would be okay. Well, we tried it, and it didn't work. We still have this with well, us. Well, it did work because the numbers were way down until the summer, until just recently when they spiked back up. How do you explain that? Well, the scientists explained it by saying that it naturally increases during the summer. Oh, I know. Governor DeSantis no, says it, that. No, it, it increases when people quit wearing their masks, people have stopped getting vaccinated, uh -oh. and people start listening to this crazy stuff on the Internet that the vaccine makes you sick or doesn't work. And, and why is it that the red states are the ones with the highest incidents. Explain that. Okay, well, I'll have to do it some other time. We have another call coming in and another caller waiting, but we thank you, Eric. We appreciate your calls as always. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. We have to take a quick break to stay on schedule, so next caller, hang on, and we'll be right with you. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take Take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Wow. Okay. I didn't know when we were coming back. Stan, you've been waiting patiently. You're on the mark. <laughs> yeah, Steve made a comment there about the owner's Texas election laws that they won't allow student IDs to be used as a form of identification. Any guess why that might be? Oh, why do you tell why? us? Because they, they're, they're all fake, right, Stan? Nope. Didn't say that. But not every student that is in a university in this country or Texas is from this country so they have no right to vote which doesn't mean that they wouldn't try remember they are students and immature adults well that may be but number one if they're adults and let's face it Stan lots of immature adults vote I mean I've been guilty of that myself but the other thing is if they are uh, from another country I would expect or assume that would be on the ID well, see, the, you're assuming there. And you True. know, we all know what that equals, right? <laughs> but there is no guarantee that that is, because I think my kids have uh, had college IDs, and I don't believe there is anything on there about their country of origin. Well, and the other Why thing. Why would there be? They're students of the university that they're going to. Well, Why that would was, have country that, of origin? That was one of the problems, supposedly, with Barack Obama's student ID, that it didn't label him as being from a foreign country, and everybody said, oh, they should have said he was from a foreign country. <laughs> But the other thing is, you know, it's not just a matter of you walk into the voting, the polling place, you show your ID and you vote. I mean, you you, you got to be registered. So when they register, that's when those particulars, you know, country of origin, et cetera, et cetera, would be right. taken into account. If you have tough voter registration laws that require some form of identification. Well, Joe, that's fine, and I told you how you're going to solve the uh, voter ID thing. Now, when you put that in place, then I will support it. So for three years, you're going to have people voting that you're just taking a picture of them, which doesn't prove anything other than you have a picture of them. Well, you'll have a picture of illegal voters because you've done it for three years in a row. And it's not it's not just that you get a picture of somebody. It's that you take you get the picture. You you uh, just like with your with your driver's license. That's all I'm saying. Take pictures, turn them into voter ID cards, because the reason that the uh, right wing supported voter ID in the first place was to diminish voters from the inner cities, the big cities where a lot of people don't even have. Okay. so considering that over 70 percent of the Americans want voter ID by the polls, which, you know, everybody lives and dies by the polls over 70 percent of American citizens believe that voter ID should be used. So they're all racist and they're all right wing. Is that what you're telling me? No. That's, well, not, that's, what you, you that's not what I the said. The right wings wants this. Did, I didn't even you you know yeah, you're you, the did, wa- you did say the right wing. Oh, you did. I you did, did say you the did. right wing, but I did not equate it with racist. That was you, Stan. Thanks. Oh no 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 no. You said the inner city. You didn't. The, the right the wing wants to out. limit when, the inner when city did I from use the word racist. And well, the majority of the inner city, inner city is a minority. That's so right. you were insinuating that the right wing is racist. You now who's assuming, Stan? Well, now who is assuming? No, I'm not assuming because I've heard you before. 
You Wait. and your ilk want to call us racist because we support tough voter registration laws. What's this ilk stuff, anyway? I don't even you know what that word means. That's right, Joe, and boy, it if the shoe fits, wear it. Listen, the problem I see here is that we all want the same thing, I think. We all want our elections to be fair. We want to guarantee the accuracy of them. The question is how we do it. And I don't think, to me, it's such a great privilege in this country to be able to vote. I don't have any problem with being asked to, require, to, to identify myself properly. And I don't think really anybody would. What, in the issue between election security and the ability to vote without any restrictions, where are you going to draw the line? I draw it on the fact that I think that there should be restrictions in place to guarantee that your vote was legally count, uh, cast and should be legally counted. You find fault with that? That's the way the system should work. I agree. You know, and I think we all want that, don't we? We all want to guarantee that the election is right. I don't want to go through another thing where a president of the United States, and I know you and I are going to disagree on this, claims that he was cheated out of the election. And speaking of polls, and Stan, I have no reason to dispute what you say. About 70% believe that uh, we should have voter ID. On the other hand, uh, 70% also feel that in-person early voting should generally be made easier. And yet, my partner across from me, Mr. McGranahan, talked about crazy mail-in voting. Uh, we have one election day. It's in November. There's no reason for early voting. Well, if they have mail-in voting, that is early, and it should be only absentee only. Not everybody gets sent, a, you know, they send willy-nilly out to everybody these uh, ballots that they don't have a clue where they're going to and what happens to them and who, who has control over them. Well, I think <clears> you're <throat> making about uh, we have one 10, or, 10 or 20 uh, uh, generalizations there. Why, you know, what, really? is this, what is this rule that says one day you can vote? And whoever said that Tuesday, when, when is Tuesday the, the day? That's in the Constitution, I think. When is, I think. Why, why is Tuesday the day that makes sense for voting? Voting. You know, if we had, no uh, idea. if we had, uh, as somebody said, if the TV show Saturday Night Live was actually called Tuesday Night Live, it would have been off the air in about three days. Tuesday makes no sense for voting. How about you turn okay, election? I'll, I'll, Steve, Steve, here we go. I agree with you. Ah. Maybe it should be on a Saturday ah. so that more people are off work and have no excuse not to go vote. That sounds okay. good. And but I don't want early voting because I think early voting is a travesty and goes totally against the Constitution and what it was written for. Well, if you're going to have early voting, why not have, if you're going to have early voting, why not late voting? So after the election's over, if I haven't voted and I don't like the result, <laughs> yeah. then I could get a ballot and go out and try and change it. And, get and, all my well, friends did do that vote. this last and year. As, as we found out uh, in uh, the election last year, the right wing, the right wing Trumpers don't believe in the Constitution oh, anyway, so oh, don't, uh, oh, don't oh, use that to uh, support your voting. Oh, right here. Here, we go, here, oh we go. here we go. Well, you know, I know the truth hurts. <laughs> The, the Democrats voted in a dictator this year, this last year, supposedly. A dictator. At least that's what we've been told they voted him in. So what do we have going on right now? We got mandates that unless unless a person, their company tells them, you know, they either get vaccinated or get tested, and eventually the companies will probably say, and when that doesn't work, the companies say they'll have to be fired. Hey, Stan, okay. we Is got... Is that where we're dictators? Finish up, sir. We got to go. We're out of, almost out of All time. Right. Thanks, Stan. have a great day. You too, Stan. And, Hmm? You know, have a good vote. Thank you. Know, you. Go to the election, vote one day.
Have a nice day. Okay, thank you. One of our emailers, Doug, says, George Bush is part of the problem today. I used to respect him back in the day, but I lost that respect in the last few years when he came out against Trump. He talks about everyone coming together while at the same time condemning the former president along with his supporters and comparing anyone who was at the Capitol at the so-called insurrection to the terrorists on 9-11. He never uttered a word about Obama when he was in office, and I respected that. But then he comes out against the Republican president just because he wasn't a career politician and a member of the good old boys club. Bush was part of the swamp that Trump was trying to get rid of and felt threatened by that. Signed by Doug. We'll be back with more of On the Mark after the news. This is WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you. Welcome back. With me is Steve Kushaloff today, and we're doing On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. It's an open phones day. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at wkok.com. On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, where they sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia cars. They are the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, all sizes of trucks, and a master towing service with decades of experience. You can find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials, and you can build a Ford, build a Ford car or truck to your specifications, or click on the Fuel Saver Package, the Works Fuel Saver Package. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. And we'll take a quick look at the news headlines. We have one caller waiting. We invite your calls and participation this morning at 1-800-795-9565. And from Sunbury, no new details are out on a pedestrian accident in Sunbury this weekend. Two females were taken to the hospital after being struck by a car in Sunbury last night. Northumberland County Communications says the incident took place at 7th and Reagan Streets. According to the Daily Item, one person has been detained by Sunbury police. Officers tell the Daily Item multiple people were arguing upon their arrival. They have not said if the driver would be charged and all identities have not yet been released. Seven of the Reagan streets were closed for a time but have since been reopened and an investigation is ongoing. This weekend, the Mifflinburg Hose Company once again held their annual walk to commemorate the 9-11 attacks. The journey from Hughesville in Lycoming County to Mifflinburg in Union County is 34.3 miles, symbolizing 343 firefighters killed in the attacks in 2001. It started in pre-dawn hours on Saturday, and updates on the progress of their walk were posted on the fire company's Facebook page. This is the sixth year this commemoration by the firefighters from Union County has taken place. And lane restrictions will begin tomorrow on Route 54 in Mount Carmel, Cole, Ralpho, and Rush Townships in Northumberland County. PennDOT will be doing maintenance in the westbound lane beginning in Strong and will work west towards Riverside Borough. The crew will then be working along the 
Route 54 eastbound area from Riverside back to Strong. Work will be performed between 8 and 4 p.m. Weather permitting, motorists should expect lane restrictions with flagging where the work is being performed. And we have two calls holding, and we will get to them since we do phone calls first. Joseph, you're on the mark from Milton. Yes, I want to comment on uh, President Biden's complicity in this situation in Afghanistan. If you remember, uh, I called in a couple of weeks ago and I said that he did this deliberately, it was leaving the armament back there, $85 billion worth of weaponry. Well, if you, uh, you all probably heard of Laura Logan. She's a very intelligent woman, a news lady. She was on Judge Janine, and she said the same thing uh, yesterday, that this was, this was done deliberately. And that's shocking to think that. And uh, why I said that before when I said that is because uh, President Obama, who say, uh, President Barack Hussein Obama, uh, was all pro-Arab. He was raised a Muslim. Uh, from no, he wasn't. Indonesia. Wrong. And he, pardon me? Wrong. What? He was not raised a Muslim. Yes, he was. Well, you know, why do you come on here and spread disinformation like that? Well, he was. No, he, he was not. his name is, is, is a Muslim name. Oh, go ahead. You keep well, talking. Well, it is. Well, he was well, not okay, raised. let's look at it this way. The shooting of Fort Hood. That was workplace violence. He wouldn't say it was extreme Muslim terrorists. And, and the guy cried, Allah Akbar, before he shot our soldiers. Well, that may and be, but he that, held but the feast of Ramadan in the White House, and he was against the Jews. He's anti-Semitic. He, he didn't like uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. He sent flats of money to Iran, a notice terror state. You know, I, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even charge, know where to start. Giving, with... I think he's giving the orders to the vice president. How are you going to arm the Taliban? Well, I know what we'll do. We'll just let all our weaponry there and pull out. You know, and that's what they did. And that's what Laura Logan said. And she's she's more intelligent and has more knowledge on on these things politically and, and stuff. I'm I'm just a novice as far as that concerned uh, in that. But she's a very intelligent woman. She knows what she's talking about. She said the same thing. Maybe we need maybe maybe we need fact checkers here on on the mark like they do on uh, some of the social media things because if we had fact checkers here you have said probably ten or fifteen things in the last minute and a half that were completely completely wrong. Such as well, number one, you you talked about these flats of money going back to Iran. Those flats of money—that was money that was in their accounts that we had frozen for a long time that we were true, giving, true. giving back. Okay, I agree with you. There we go. But that, I didn't say it wasn't flats of their money that it shouldn't have been released. Why not? For this terrorist state. You know, I wouldn't be in favor of that. At the time, Are you in favor uh, of letting the armament behind. I, and furthermore, the Joint Chiefs and his advisors, uh, President uh, uh, Biden's advisors, either they advised him, if they're any kind of a military leader, get that equipment out. And if they didn't, they ought to resign. And if they, they didn't stand up after he let it behind, they should resign uh, anyhow well, and quit I, their job. 
you know, I don't know. I do know, and I have heard reports about armaments left behind. I don't know the details, other than to sur- surmise that when you have a uh, you know an airplane that's capable of carrying uh, armaments, well, it's also capable of carrying a lot of people. And they were trying to get uh, well over a hundred thousand people out of Afghanistan. Well, here's an yeah, interesting. What about? Well. We have another caller, but just for uh, just okay. uh, no, no, before you, one more thing, well Steve. before you before you go, I want to say Steve. something. You said that President Barack Obama was raised as a Muslim. Politifact disagrees with you. President well, Barack, his, his, okay, let me let me just read this. President Barack Obama has declared himself a Christian. He has worshipped in Christian churches, prayed with Christian ministers, and recounted how he knelt beneath the cross and felt God's spirit. And yet, a surprising number of Americans keep telling pollsters they believe he's a Muslim. The Pew Research Center reported that 18% of Americans believe Obama is a Muslim, up from 11% in March of 2009. A Time Magazine poll released found that even more, 24%, said he was a Muslim. However, you dig deeply into the polls and you see the roots of the misunderstanding and some revealing patterns. Americans with the strongest dislike of the Democratic president and his policies are more likely to say Obama's a Muslim. So it's political. It's not, there are no facts there that show that he was one. Thank you, Joe. So, do you want to comment on that? You can do this and that. And probably isn't, you know? But, but, uh, you see that. Well, so what? Yeah, we missed all of that. Uh, I wanted to say one thing here, just one thing. Uh, Steve, you said about a woman has the right to terminate uh, her uh, pregnancy, right? Within... Uh, Reasonable. Now, why didn't you use this phrase? A woman has the right to murder her unborn child. I heard a, flight, a slight hesitation when you said that in your voice. What because I th- you were thinking of the words to say uh, that would uh, make it sound right. You know, terminate a pregnancy, that doesn't sound too bad. But to murder an unborn child in her stomach, in her womb... I don't know if I'd like to, uh, people would like to hear that. Okay, well, that's you. You can certainly use that phrase, Joseph. I'm not. I said within within well, appropriate. That's what it is in reality. Within reality well, here. Okay, hey, you called, so you get to do all the talking, and I won't talk. Well, well I'm just saying. I just wanted to note that. Okay. Well, we have another caller, so we do have to move on. Joseph, thank okay, you for your thank call. You Appreciate for... it. Thank you for calling, Mike. You're on the mark. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. I appreciate it. Um, so in listening, listening to the conversation this morning and honestly the last couple of weeks, the theme that keeps hitting me in the head, um, and I'm hearing this from both parties, okay? So this is not a specific gripe with either of you gentlemen, and I know Steve, you're here as a, a fill-in host. Um, it, generally, the adults I know are not looking for excuses or reasons to be able to support their party to use it against their friends or somebody who's voted a different way. And let, let me, I'll, I'll just delve into this really quick, and if you want to talk about it, it's fine. Um, whether it was last summer where we have Antifa looting and shooting uh, in a variety of cities, or you have a, a group of dopes that break into the Capitol and, you know, I, I guess the prototypical image is that nitwit wearing the hat with the buffalo horns. Mm-hmm. Guess, guess what? They're both wrong, okay? 
I, I'm not looking to pick at one versus another. Um, you want to compare them. I, I guess we can do that. But we had months-long summer, the entire summer, arson, looting, rioting, police being blinded permanently with lasers, huge amounts of damage. And we have these idiots who break into the Capitol, okay? And they should have been stopped. And to not expect there to be people with, uh, whether grievances are valid or not, there's no way that a few hundred idiots should have been able to push their way into the Capitol, okay? And the politicians expect us, the people who actually go out and work every day, to pay for this continual damage. And nobody gets to be held responsible. Um, and again, yeah, they'll, they'll make, they'll make a, a case against the people who broke into the Capitol, I guess, or at least a number of them who are still being held. Um, but typically, I think responsibility in these issues, it's like a four-letter word to so many people. Um, it even happened in Pennsylvania, and I take this a little more personally because I have a, uh, a relative who's in the Pennsylvania Guard. They got activated to quell the looting. And it's obvious the mayor and the DA in Philly collaborated, and they released these people and dropped all the charges. And again, uh, the Philadelphia police were doing their job. They were arresting arsonists and looters and rioters. And I know firsthand from, from the stories that I've heard from the guys who were there on the ground. They talked to the police and the firemen every day. They're not allowed to do their jobs because it upsets the delicate balance. And, of course, last summer, being the summer before an election, they let it go and just completely get out of control. So I, I think the grown-ups in both parties need to step up and tell these nitwits that are running things, whether they're, and again, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat, that this nonsense has got to end and you're going to live by the rules and deal with consequences if you break the law. A good point, so, Mike. And that's, Excellent point. I, I don't hear enough of that. What I hear is, oh, I'm trying to figure out how can I, how can I get a zinger in because, you know, Biden dis, did this, or Trump sent a mean tweet, and so obviously all his supporters must believe this. It, that's... Those are childlike arguments, and they don't help anybody, and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm feeling like sometimes when I listen to the show, I'm the only one that feels that way. I'm not looking for an up on somebody who voted D or R and versus the way I voted. I'm just looking for some common sense, and I'm just wondering, anybody else out there feel that way? So, Well, common sense I, I, is undoubtedly in short supply in this world these days, so I can't disagree with you there, Mike. <laughs> yeah, what, what's, right. what, what, what does happen, and uh, Mike is right, you'll see, uh, you'll see bad things, let's just say. You'll see bad things done uh, on the right, you'll see bad things done on the left, and the other side will say, well... We might have done bad things, but what you did is worse. And the other side said, we'll say, no, 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 what you did is worse. Well, let's face it. Um, and, Joe, Joe, you made a point that I have to say might have had some validity to it. Not everybody who was at the Capitol on January 6th uh, went there to attack the Capitol building, nor did everybody who was there attack the Capitol building. Um, but in the same way, not everybody who was demonstrating after the George Floyd murder last summer was looting and burning. No argument. 
No argument. No. But, I, I, again, from my own personal aspect, the Guard wasn't activated to deal with peaceful protesters. They had to be activated because the mayor would not let the police protect their own citizens in Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, let me, and let to me, that's, that's repugnant. Um, those two ought to be brought up on charges. And honestly, us mm-hmm. as Pennsylvania taxpayers, do you know what it, I mean? I, I don't know, but the cost to pay for activating 7,000 troops, that's, that's a full third of the Pennsylvania Guard. Sure. Had to be activated right. for two weeks down there. That's Mike, a huge amount of money, and that cuts into training in areas where they actually should be doing something to serve the state. Mike, we have the to. Police in Philadelphia can do their own job. We have so, to move along, you. but I got a question for you. Got to ask you. You don't have to answer me if you don't want to. But I'm guessing Mike from State College is an independent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> independent in the way I vote. I, I have voted for people in both parties who is in my mind the best representative to do a good job for the for the citizens all right well you keep that up because that's the way we're going to get out of this mess one way or the other that's the way thanks a lot mike we appreciate your call call us again from state college bob hang on we got to take a quick break and we'll be back with more calls 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number email us at on the mark at wkok.com when it comes to car buying there's the other guy's way and then there's the smc way the other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushaloff, 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Bob from Nori, you're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, I heard that conversation going on about the, uh, the horse bills for the worms and whatever. My dad died in 1986, I think, and uh, he lived to 81, and he talked many times of there was a, the family wasn't dirt poor, but they weren't real rich, and there was quite a large family. They would uh, take the horse pills and, and divide sexes off, and the boys would take these, the girls would take these pills, and I think it did pretty good to live to 81. My next thing is, as I understand, last week you talked, you and Bob Casey looked at the lower end of the bypass. Um, the, the new road? The, the end up by uh, Sunbury, not by Sunbury Road, by, um, oh gosh, you can't think of the name of the road, the Nori out in Point Township where they just put in the signal light. Oh, come on, you're, you're a Ridge Road. Ridge Road, thank you. All right, that's where we were. We were up at the Ridge Road interchange. No, I'm worried about the lower end of ceilings. Uh, you know, if we're ever going to get this done, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm hoping to go across this, but at my age, I doubt very much I'm going to make it. We're going to keep moving the date forward and forward and forward. Well, no, it's, it's been 2027 20, for a long time now that, the, that it's going to open. 
That's after they did the uh, the, recon uh, the refigure refiguring after they discovered they couldn't go across the ash basins. That's been pretty much the date, and it's still on schedule for 2027. Now the okay. bridge, the bridge, and the uh, supporting structures, and ramps and things will be open across the river next year, maybe around September, October, somewhere in that neck of the woods. So how are we going to get on that from the south? From the south? Well, you're going to have yep. to go up Route 15 and get on there. Oh, okay. Next question. Uh, all those things with uh, the Black Lives Matters and all of that, um, you know, our, our Mrs. Harris, I, she would be our vice president, but I don't acknowledge her as such because of her actions. Uh, when they did all the rioting and destroyed the federal properties out there, she got some kind of funding, and they went in one door and got paid and went back out the back door, but they never they never were serving sentences like the new guys that, that did their little march on Washington on the 6th. Uh, there's something the law, the law works different ways here for some reason. I don't quite understand why. So wait, so you're saying Kamala Harris actually uh, paid people to destroy federal property? No, she paid their fines when they were arrested. She got some kind of funding. Yeah, put into the, the Portland out there, and they paid their fines. Oh, there was a story on that that she raised, helped raise money for their, or was part of a group that helped raise money to pay their fines. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not familiar yeah. with that story, so I don't, I know nothing about it. But go ahead, and you don't, and you don't she acknowledge her. She was vice president at the okay, time. Okay, but by the, by the way, uh, Bob, you you don't acknowledge uh, uh, Kamala Harris as vice president of the United States. Well, the, the problem with her is when they give her a job, she goes the other way. You know, I work for a, for a company when the boss said, you do this, you do this. But she doesn't. Well, she's going to stay away from Afghanistan because she says she's not going to get blamed for that yet. And she didn't do much of the, anything at the border either. You know, I, I just think that it's so totally disgusting what we have working for us right now. Well, disgusting. Okay, that's your word. I'm not going to comment on it. Uh, I think uh, part of the pro I think to a degree... I'm not going to agree with you. Don't get your hopes up. Oh, but, I never uh, thought you'd do that. No. Okay. But uh, sometimes it does seem like... Uh, no, that seems it's the truth. Well, let's, let's try to stick to just general conversation. It does okay. seem like Kamala Harris is a, is a little tone deaf when it comes to politics. And little. I hate to say He's it. Deaf. I really hate to say it, but to a great degree, Democrats in general are... A little tone deaf. I mean, I did believe that, you know, the job that Kamala Harris was actually given was to go, was to work with the countries in Central America, the Honduras, El Salvador. Well, that's the way and, she defined it. That's no, not the way the president defined it when he gave her the job. Well, how, you apparently know how Joe Biden yes, defined it. She was going to place her in charge of the border and coming right. up with solutions. Okay, so and so you know exactly what that means. What it, he she was given the well, job. I don't think it means allowing people to come across the border in tens well, of thousands see, here we are. without We're, checking them. You know, we, we, no, st I, we start I, I do point understand. A I think she did do that. She went down there and she's they're going to plant coffee trees. It's going to take twenty years to materialize. But okay, okay, okay. that'll help. All right. All I'm saying is this. Uh, if I had been advising Kamala Harris, I would have said the day after Joe Biden gave you that job, I would have been on an airplane to the border and I would have made sure 
that whether it was meaningful or not, I had a visual that I was there at the border checking it out. Now, I'm going to go back to my uh, previous statement. Her job is really to work with the countries from which these uh, immigrants and illegal immigrants are coming from. That's her job. But um, to and you know, and Barack Obama was to a degree. He was not. I thought he was a great man, great, uh, good president. But again, uh, not the greatest politician. Whereas uh, Bill Clinton, you could say what you want about Bill, he was a pretty good politician. Yeah, he was. No argument there. Anything yeah, he talked else, about the, the, the thing with Monica. Yes, he did do that. Yes. That was a yeah. That was <laughs> not great, was it? Okay, Bob. We have another caller, Penny. We'll let Go you ahead, wrap guys. it up. What Thank you. Do you, well, do you have anything else you wanted? Nope. All right, he's done. So we'll go on to Mike from Bloomsburg. Mike, you're on the mark. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I uh, went to the Penn State game on uh, Saturday, uh, sitting in the stands, and they had a commemoration of the 9/11 event, and the the bands on the field were. Uh, playing the national anthem and they were forming the Pentagon and, uh, and the uh, towers with the band and it was very moving and then when the college kids if you've ever been there all the college kids sit at one end of the stadium and they generally do things that are very entertaining but this particular time when the anthem started they started shouting USA 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 and up on the scoreboards at each end of the stadium there was a large area that was totally black and in that black area were the two towers, and it said, never forget. And it was only up there briefly at the start and the finish of the anthem. And I would say about 99.9% .9 of the people in the stadium never saw it. But I, I was very moved that Penn State, you know, did that for, for, the, for the people. And they had a large number of uh, uh, surviving uh, family members there from, I guess, the Afghanistan situation. And I'm not sure if it was 9-11 or not. But in any case, they really did a nice job commemorating the event and uh you know showing uh tribute to the to victims and that was happening at beaver stadium but then when i came home and i started going on twitter and seeing what was going on with the rest of the football games i'm seeing videos of uh student sections or maybe not even student sections but fans in general chanting uh it starts with an f and it ended with joe biden and i, I at first I thought that that was doctored video, you know, how they make fake stuff for Twitter. And then the prevalence just got greater and greater from all over the country. And then the people on the left started attacking that. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that is real. The, the, the young people are, are not happy with Joe Biden, and I'm kind of wondering why that might be. It's called buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> nice, well, Joe. Yeah. Nice how you slipped that in. <laughs> I don't. I have not. Uh, I. I don't know. You know. There. There. What you're giving us there is an is an anecdote, Mike. And uh, I don't know that uh, young people are uh, disenchanted with Joe Biden. I haven't seen any polling. I know we're not allowed to quote polls. I haven't seen any polling that says uh, the young young people are not uh, happy with Biden. Uh, I look at Facebook from time to time. I see plenty of comments well, from young people yelling, on Facebook. If they're yelling blank Biden, I would say that would be an indication well, that some of them aren't too happy with him. Well, maybe some of them. I mean, let's face it. There are some dis, uh, you know, some uh, people around here. I'm sitting across from one right now today that isn't too happy with Biden. But uh, so far, based on the polls... Uh, 
He's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, he's down about 43% approval. That's really great. Well, I don't think he's down to 43. He but was be down that to 43. A... The last poll was 43%. Was it? Okay, well, Fox News sometimes will come up with these. It wasn't a Fox these... News poll. <laughs> okay. For, you believe for myself. <laughs> oh, it you was know, Rasmussen. I'm, I'm oh, another. That, you know, Joe Biden was trying to do a decent job it, at the very beginning, but then he started getting pulled further and further to the left. And for me, the final straw to give him any benefit of the doubt is the latest report that he instructed. See, I worked in a factory that was very dangerous, uh, many factories that were dangerous. And we had the Occupational Safety or Health and Safety Administration rules, okay? And they were to protect workers, okay? And he has instructed OSHA not to collect any data relating to what could be ill effects of the vaccine on workers, okay? Their job is to keep track of data, okay? And he's telling them not to collect that data. So to me, he's not interested in protecting him, uh, his workers. He's interested in protecting power and, and what they have going on. And, and I'm just, that was it. I'm done. I mean, I will not give him the benefit of the doubt on anything. Now, maybe that is the wrong attitude to have, because maybe he's going to be right on something. But man, he is wrong telling OSHA not to collect safety data on workers. Yeah, it does seem like uh, a bad idea. Uh, what's your authority for this? Yeah, that's being reported uh, on Fox News. Laura Logan reported it last night, and I haven't seen it disputed yet. Well, I'm sure somebody will dispute it. I, I mean, I watched the news cycle this morning. I scan MSNBC, CNN, and Fox every morning, and I didn't hear anything like that reported today on any of them. Well, you'll... Joe, you'll never hear it on CNN well, or I MSNBC. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, you, you talk about some of the most uninformed voters in the world, the ones that live on that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I look at President Biden and I see a lot of contradictions. You know, I mean, he... Um, <sighs> He says one thing on one day, another thing on another day, and expects us to just march in lockstep with whatever comes out of his mouth today. And that's not very reassuring in a president. You know, he's talked about how if we got our vaccine, we could go on with our lives. Now he's saying we have to be masked constantly indoor and outdoor. You know, it, it's not one size fits all, and I think that the president would be well advised to stop telling us his patience is running out with us exercising our constitutional rights. That bothers me. Well, you know, we've got so right now the death toll is 660,000 deaths from COVID 19. Now, in midsummer, Joe, it did look like things were finally uh, coming around and that there would be some level of normalcy. Unfortunately, uh, We've got uh, about 20% of the people in the United States who just feel that uh, they don't like being told what to do. And that's uh, the primary reason. They just don't want to be vaccinated. Now, the well, way things were going... Who are these 20%? Who are these, these selfish, incredibly selfish people that you're talking about? Name them, because the left on TV, they have no trouble naming them. So I want you to be accountable. Who are these people? Maybe you're your one mind? of them. Have you been vaccinated? Uh well, well, whose business is that of yours? Oh, I mean, wait, I have oh, been vaccinated. I, so. okay. I'm, I vaccinated twice, and I'm lined up for the booster. That's so there. Good. Now, who are these incredibly selfish people that you're talking about? They are the 20% who have not been vaccinated. 
largely well, minority. Why haven't they been vaccinated? They're minorities. Many of them are black people. Some of who, them are, not all of them. Feel, Joe, let's not make. Let's not. Now, come wait up a second. The report I saw, and it was on. It was respected medical professionals saying that black people had a hesitancy yes. about getting vaccinated, and I don't blame them, given the Tuskegee experiments and other experiences they've had with the federal government. And I don't think the federal government, instead of pointing fingers, has done enough to wage some kind of a campaign to help them understand that this is not going to be harmful. Well, I don't know everything they've done, but everything that I've heard is the uh, federal government has gone into uh, black communities, minority communities. It has taken Uh-oh. every measure that it can <laughs> to try to get people vaccinated. Mike, we'll give you the last word. we got another caller and we have to take a break. Okay. Many of the young people that voted for Joe Biden, especially women, do not want to take the vaccine. Many health care workers do not want to take it. Right. But all we keep hearing about are the incredibly selfish Trump supporters <laughs> that are white male Republicans that don't want to take the vaccine. Yes, and let's no. start speaking reality right. instead of and the narrative. Figure, the number, the the number that I have seen, and I'll look it up while I, if I have time today. The number I have seen is that fifty percent of Trump supporters have not been vaccinated. No, I don't buy that. Hey, listen, Mike, we yeah, got to go. Not even close. We'll let him look that up. Mike, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. We have a call pending. Van, hang on. 1-800-795-9565 is our number. We have to take a quick break to stay on schedule. We will be back with On the Mark. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. We had a caller pending, but he must have given up because we had some time taken during the break. But uh, you're welcome to call back at 1-800-795-9565. An email from Dave on the Hill says, There is no standard or inspection of masks. In the beginning, anybody with a sewing machine and their grandmother was making masks with whatever material they could get. The one I bought says Navy veteran on it. That's why I bought it. No guarantee of quality or effectiveness. I wonder how many people that caught the COVID were mask wearers. Now, there's an interesting point. Yeah, and but, you know, this is what just gets me, Joe. I read that email, and I, I looked at, uh, I went on the Internet, and again, it took me 10 seconds, maybe 12 seconds, to find a pretty good detailed report on the quality of different types of face masks, uh, you know, cloth versus paper, uh, the things you wear around your neck versus the kind you wear around your face, whatever. And this was a report from Johns Hopkins. So I would think it's pretty reliable. See, that's what you, I mean, the information is out there. And yet, apparently, this letter writer doesn't, doesn't have uh, access to the Internet because the information is out there. Well, but, I mean, let's face it. They talk about masks, single-ply masks, don't do the job. Yet you're not required to wear an N95. You're required to wear a mask. Right. So if the mask you're required to wear doesn't really do you any good or does anybody any good, what is the point, Steve? I don't think that it doesn't do you any good. There are some that are better than other, that better than others, and I would but say— But if the requirement, if, if it's so important to wear the mask to protect people, isn't it important to wear a mask that does that job? Well, I— think if, if they are requiring that you wear masks, then it's up to you to try to get the best uh, mask that you can get. You know, when this whole thing started, 
and the uh, powers that be were not pushing for masks. The reason was because they wanted to make sure there were N95 masks for for healthcare workers that were on the All front right. lines. That's why Dr. Fauci said we didn't need a mask. That's they right. Plus any... the fact so that that's we hardly called, knew. If that were Donald Trump, that would be called a lie. No, because oh, uh, because that's not a lie. No, because <laughs> Dr. Fauci never said we should uh, inject ourselves with Lysol. That was your hero. He never said, said to inject yourself with Lysol. He absolutely Steve. said we no, should. No, he didn't. Inj- he said he was we talking should. out loud. He was talking about having something similar to that that would clean you out. He wasn't talking. Didn't tell anybody to inject Lysol, Steve. It, he did not specifically say Lysol. Okay, or that, any disinfectant. Uh, no, no, I don't think that's true. He's, look it he up. To- I will look it up because I was there when he said it. Oh, you were right at the White I House. I was watching it on TV. Oh, he said, "Well, maybe right. there's some way to get a, you know, to get a disinfectant, and we could do like a cleansing." He was thinking out loud. Oh, he Lord, was thinking out loud. Doc. He wasn't talking about doing it. I mean, well, you, you know, take the guy literally when he's when, when he's the, you know, speculating. And, right, and Joe Biden says our patience is wearing thin, and oh, Joe shouldn't talk like that. He shouldn't. Cindy, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I watched that speech as well, every minute of it, and he never said Lysol. He never said inject yourself. So I think it's terribly dishonest that people continue to spread that lie. Very dishonest. Not a lie. The man's no longer in office. Like saying that. What's the point in doing that? And he's no longer. But I wanted to talk about the Outer Banks. I, too, just came home from the Outer Banks. A week there, and it was lovely. But oddly enough, it must be a different Outer Banks than the earlier caller, because the Outer Banks I went to, only two places required people to wear masks. One was the uh, Kitty Hawk, the memorial for um, Orville and Wilbur Wright, and that was only in the museum. And the other was um, the Kitty Hawk kite store. Other than that, And I went in many stores, and I went in a grocery store that was literally mobbed with people that had just arrived on the island for their week's vacation, and no one was expecting us to wear masks. So, you know, different different experiences, same place. Isn't that curious? That is. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Now, I think we should remember when we're talking about the masks that in the beginning, I think it's fair to say that there was literally panic. Literally panic. And, and there was bad advice of all measures being dosed out. And uh, we know that, um, that Dr. Fauci basically lied because he had what some people would excuse as a good motive, but he basically lied to the American people on several occasions about different issues. He did not lie, And some Cindy. people want to excuse his behavior. I thought his behavior was reprehensible. Right. Whatever your and motive may be, he decided to triage as an ER like nurse. You. I understand triage, but that doesn't mean that you, that you, then you say to people, please don't get this kind of mask because we need it for medical people. You don't say, nobody needs a mask. Secondly, I was one of those grandmothers who spent hours upon hours upon hours making masks for people. And I did go on the internet, and I did try to find information, not only about how to construct them, but what were the optimal materials for that, and I used that advice. Of course, let's all remember that at the time, all the stores in Pennsylvania were shuttered. Shuttered. There was, uh, so if you were going to make masks, you had to make them using things in your home. I cut up one of my husband's dress shirts to be able to make masks for him. So uh, you have to put this... Any comments that are made, they must be put in context of that time. Joe's fond of saying this. Let's remember that at the time, nobody knew. And that people did their level best. And perhaps 
the masks that some people made were not as effective as the masks that other people made, I am more than willing to give that. And one-layer masks that people have are pretty much ineffective. I mean, they make you feel good, but as in the, and they're com- you're complying visually with the mandate, but they really aren't stopping the spread of germs. Mm-hmm. Good so points. let's be honest about that. Okay. I think you made a good point, Cindy. Thank you very much. Thank you, Appreciate gentlemen. Your Have call. a great week. Right. Bye. Thank you. All right. We've got uh, two calls on the line, one coming in, and we've got to take a quick break. Hang on, folks. We'll get right to you after this. Way And then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan along with Steve Kushaloff. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com. Mark from Shemokin Dam, you're on the mark. Hello. Hello, you're on, sir. Yeah, I just was curious. I missed the first part of the show, so maybe it was covered, but happened to see uh, Larry Oliver campaigning in California on Friday, so... You have a black Republican, and he was being egged. Uh, there was people that were swinging and throwing fists at some of the uh, people that were accompanying him on his campaign trail. And I don't hear anything about Black Lives Matter. Uh, I haven't heard, actually, the mainstream media, I don't even know if they had a blip on there about it, but last summer all we heard was about how Black Lives Matter and being racist and all those things, but case in point, we have a black Republican in a Democratic state, and you don't hear nothing about it. No, I will admit, the leftists have been absolutely crickets about the fact that he was, people were throwing eggs at him, calling him names. Um, It's sad, but the left just doesn't seem to like a person of color who is a conservative. They can't can't abide that at all. And the fact that he's a liar, I wonder if that enters into it. Not a liar. Well, he's the one, I saw him just this morning on TV, talking already about uh, voter voter fraud, and if he loses, it's going to be because uh, the other side is cheating and he talked about shenanigans back in the 2020 election so this guy black or white he is right up your alley well he's entitled well, to his opinion well see joe and <laughs> we've had this discussion the before equation too. is if you're a liar or not so how do, how do we have a president that sits in the white house if liars part of the equation he uh he shouldn't be in the office how is he that's how, all he's done that's all he's done to us this year is lie. That's all Biden has done. Give give us some examples. What, go back to the campaign videos late last year and see about the pipelines and those things. It's 
everything he's touched is a catastrophe, but he was going to bring the country together. Remember the unity speech and build back better? Right. Well, he's tried. He was going I, to I haven't be the... seen anything better in eight months since he's inauguration. Day. He was going to be the most transparent president ever, yet he won't take tough questions from reporters. I mean, that's... Well, he ta- no, that's not true either, because oh, yes, uh, when I see his news conferences, he, he calls on these uh, clowns from Fox News. He calls on his scripted list. Yeah, his he list. He does have a, yes, he does have a list, which is, which is an improvement over everybody standing and saying, Mr. President, Mr. President. So he, he has a so list. Who, who've and, all have been given questions that are to ask and him. Now They've so been given questions. See, here we go. They have been. Here we Come go on. again. They take the what, softball you know, questions. I'm telling you, uh, again, where are the fact checkers? They're not you here. You see this by now. Right. You, you see must, it. Yes. You must be I living know. in a cave. Yeah, I'm living in a cave. That's right. And when I told the uh, when I told one of the callers that that half of uh, Trump voters were not vaccinated, all I got was laughter from him. And then all I got to do was I go out on the internet and bingo, there's the information right there. You know, you right wingers, you just specialize in disinformation. How do you know what each person's individual medical condition is? They may be a Republican and they may not be vaccinated. So, so none of that. It's not a thing between your doctor and yourself. It's because Biden says you better get vaccinated. You better get vaccinated. All I know is when the when he is the president of 330 million people and 660,000 have already died, he's got to take some pretty drastic measures. And I will agree that what he is uh, promoting, you know, it, it comes just short of drastic. But this is the this is the president of the United States, and he is uh, he's in office to protect everybody, not just uh, the left, not just the right, but everybody. By forcing well, people what, who have a, a philosophical Kamala workers. Harris hmm? in so- California on Friday? I haven't heard her come out one bit, but last summer she was raising funds to bail people out when they were burning down police precincts. They they were throwing Molotov cocktails at police at police officers, frozen water bottles. That that was the summer of love. I get that. I get they they express their love in weird ways. The summer of but, love. You got a funny uh, definition of love. love. The summer of love, according to wow, to uh, CNN and Kamala uh, Harris. And if you remember her own speech on TV, they're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop, and I hope they don't stop. Well, I don't but know what the, I don't know what TV. Black, uh, we have a black Republican running for office in the wokest uh, state in the country, and you don't hear nothing about it. Well, I'll certainly check it out, and we'll see what we can uh, find out. Okay, well, very I th- good. I think Larry Elder probably doesn't have much of a chance, but I, I don't think that he has been given the respect that he deserves, and it's simply because the people on the left cannot abide a person of color being a conservative. I mean, they've got to attack that person because it doesn't fit their narrative. That's my opinion, Mark. Thank thank you for yep. your call. Yep, Take care. Okay, we've got time for one last call. Eric, you wanted one more minute, so we'll give you one minute. Whoops. Eric? Oh, I think Eric gave up. You still, Eric? No, Eric gave up. Sorry about that. We had one last minute for him. Uh, one of our emailers says, Blank Joe Biden chants have now been heard at college football games for a second week in a row after Alabama State versus Auburn. 
So that would apply that young people are not entirely happy with him. Well, Joe, how many young people do we have in the United States? We got a lot out of 330 million plus. By the way, did you notice the source of that information? It happened to come from Breitbart. I know that's your favorite news source. It's really not a credible source. Maybe it's true, but I'm not sure how meaningful that is. Well, one of our emailers says, uh, Doug says, Steve, I'm not vaccinated. I am a white male Trump supporter. I'm sure you think I'm selfish. Please tell me why, when I've already had COVID and have natural immunity, how am I selfish? And don't give me the excuse that we don't know how long natural immunity lasts, because we already know that the shot doesn't last very long, because everyone already needs a booster. So here's Doug, who says because he now has natural immunity, he doesn't need vaccine, but he then says... But we don't know how long the the natural immunity lasts. Well, no, he says the vaccines obviously don't last very long either. He makes a good point, whether you want to admit it or not. No, I don't admit it, because I think he contradicts himself within three sentences. Be obstinate. That's that's typical of your ilk. (laughs) Thank you all for joining us. Steve and I will be back tomorrow on On the Mark in WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Producer Rob Center. Rob, thanks for your hard work. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care.